Hey everyone, my name is Neil. And my name's David. And we are not film critics. This week's episode, David and I will be covering the much anticipated Dune. Um, before we start with the movie, I just want to get into the quick little background of and the history of Dune, specifically more the book. So Dune novel was um, written by Frank Herbert back in 1965, and apparently it's really good. I haven't been able to read it yet, but from a friend of mine who's actually a very big, big fan of this novel, she said it's really good. Um, and it took quite a while, you know. Um, I think there was an adaptation back in the 70s, if I'm mistaken. Do you remember? I thought it was the 90s. Not, oh, 90s. Wow. Okay, my fault. Yeah. There was a Dune adaptation in the 90s. And then this would be what? The second one? Right? Yeah, so um, the second one directed by, I know I'm going to butcher his name, Denis Villeneuve, because I know he's French, right? He's French. Is it, I thought Villeneuve. it was Villeneuve. Right, I, it's a French name, so it's a, it's a little tricky. Um, Starring Timothy Chalamet and um, Zendaya, which is, oddly enough, she was barely in the movie, though. Uh, yeah. It also has um, Oscar Isaac, um, uh, who else? Jason Momoa, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, a bunch of other people. Uh, so do you want to do first impressions now? Or what do you think, David? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, first impression of this movie, uh, I have no idea. I had no idea what the hell Dune was about. Like, and I mean like no idea. Like, I went into this completely and totally blind. All I knew is that um, Timothy Chalamet is there, and he's, like, a guy. I guess that's literally all I... Like, I didn't even know... Like, I even look at the book before... Like, I didn't even, like, do a Wikipedia Google before this. I've seen... I'd seen a couple of, like, jokes about Dune and stuff. But, like, you know, like, about... Like, about, like, just, I don't know, something to do with Dune. But I didn't get any of them, you know? Because um, I didn't know what the movie was about. So I went in completely blind, right? And honestly, I liked it. I don't know if it was as not maybe... Like, cause it, it definitely surpassed my expectations. But my expectations were zero, right? So it probably could have been, like, an, a competent movie and probably would have surpassed my expectations. But I'd say it was a, it was a good film. I'd say it's maybe a, a bit of an incomplete film. Um... I would say that maybe it doesn't, like, have a great structure, I guess. But I definitely was very invested in its world. Its world is very interesting, even though some of the expo- exposition in the movie can be a bit, you know, like, droning. And it can be a bit, like, dr- like draining on your, um... Yeah, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Um, but most of it is pretty intriguing. And I, I it held my intention, the whole attention, my... Yeah. It held my attention the whole way through, which is kind of rare for a movie that's like, well, how long is this? Like two, two and a half hours? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty long. So, you know, even that, just holding my attention for that long is a, a accomplishment when it's like a, a high-scale, high, uh, high-brow sci-fi stuff. When, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of, like, sci-fi. Like, I think I prefer more, like, soft sci-fi, more like 
Star Wars rather than like extremely allegorical sci-fi or extremely like down to earth sci-fi like Dune. But you know, I guess to each his own. But what did you think, Neil? That's what um. It's funny enough that you brought that up. The attention was um. The movie is two hours and thirty minutes long. Usually, by the time it hits, for me personally, by the time it hits an hour and thirty minutes, I, you know, I just blank out in a movie. But this this movie, Dune, it was able to capture my attention all two hours and thirty five minutes long. It's it was just something about the um the story and the pacing was that made it so captivating. You know, um, it was different because you you'd think with because it like you said earlier it's it's a lot and there's there's a lot of content that goes through in the movie um there's a lot of stuff that's covered but me personally i just thought that um you know with that amount of content you'd be you know you'd be bored right but uh, it, it didn't happen to me it i was just so invested in the movie for some sort of reason and i think part of that part of that would probably have to do with you know, the story is one, and then two would probably be, like, how it was executed. It was, everything was, it wasn't, obviously, you said it wasn't, it wasn't, it was not perfect, because it, obviously, it was cut off in the end, but I think everything else was amazing, you know, um, the visual effects were amazing, the acting, for the most part, were, were consistent, um, the, um, um, the editing, the editing, yeah, characters there too, but I'll touch up on that later, but the editing was, you know, the scenes were seamlessly cut through one another, right, and it was, that made it, that made it so, you know, um, it didn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel like it was dragging, and that's probably, that's part of the reason why, and that's probably part of the reason why I was able to, um, watch and be activated from beginning to end and mind you i watched this late at night i probably watched it at like 10 p.m Jesus. and so <laughs> did you start it at 10 yeah i started at 10 and you finished it, this movie at like 12 30 a.m <laughs> yes yes I did, wow and, and to be and it was i think it was like what thursday or a friday but to be invested all through all through that time being so late at night it's different. I think this film, like, well, as good as it is, I think it's more of a technical achievement than an achievement of, like, storytelling. The storytelling is good, and it's, like... But I f feel like, the like, as you talked before, the cinematography, the visual effects, the way they were integrated so well, the seamless editing, the... Even, like, the... Not even, like, the, the huge special effects, like, like all, like, the huge worms and everything, but, like, all of the... Yeah, yeah, the little the costume design and all like the attention to detail and all like all the things that like makes a film pretty to look at is here, right? And it's amazing, right? I could probably watch like a documentary of how this movie was made and it was really interesting. I even researched how this movie was made after I finished it, you know, because it was it was that interesting, right? Even um, as little as to the costume design, it's yeah, sort of like I wouldn't. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, but it's sort of like. Stanley Kubrick made the movie. Yeah, it's very perfectionist, like it's minded. Perfectionist. But um, the story, like it, it's pretty good. But like, I feel like some things could have been ironed out a bit. I guess the villain of the film, um, I don't even know. I remember his name or anything. 
um, he's played by that guy from um, uh, Goodwill Hunting and the Thor movies. You know who I'm talking about? Oh God, that that dude. He has like a really like like German ass name. Oh God, Stellan Skarsgård. Is he the guy you know, covered you know in that guy? like all that? What is it, mud? Yeah, yeah, he's the guy covered in all that mud and everything. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, he's in the movie, and when he's in the movie, he's threatening, right? Which is good, but I don't really know anything about him, and the things, like, that I guess the audience does know is not really that fleshed out, so he kind of feels like a bit of a one-dimensional villain, I guess. And, a, like, there's a there's not a lot of, like, old, like narration in the film, which is pretty good because, you know, a film like this, especially when I heard the book, is very, like, narration-heavy. Like, it's a lot of explaining. Like, it's kind of a feat to have it only at the beginning of the film for, like, five minutes. They just na- they just give you all the background, then they jump right into the story. I feel like that was really good. But, um, yeah. Besides that, I... F- I feel like they could have executed some parts better. Zendaya's like, like in the you said you mentioned it before. Zendaya's in a lot of like the marketing, and she's like basically like the other part of um the film. You know, the other like main actress. She's like, yeah, she's like the main actress. Yeah, they made it seem like she was the main actress. Not the main act, but like a duo. Like it would be her and Timothy Chalamet throughout the whole movie, right? But instead, it's like you know she's there for like maybe five minutes. Little thing. I, I'm guessing she'll probably be more involved in the second film, right? Like. If I, I think they've already greenlit a second film here, and yeah, see, uh, October twenty twenty three. So she's, I'm, I'm betting she's gonna be a huge part of the second film, right? And that's why she's been built up so much throughout here. But it's kind of like since we only get to see this part of it, it's kind of like all this tension and then no release. You know, there's no catharsis here, so it, it kind of doesn't work as well as I think it hoped as, as the director hoped it to. Because I think in order to watch this movie and like think it like like be um what's the word be like satisfied in this one part i think you have to be you have to read the dune book and know about the whole dune lore and everything because i watched this and i'm like sure that was good but i don't feel satisfied i don't feel like it was complete i think that was on purpose right because they still have a sequel but dune isn't the kind of like thing where you can split up into two parts and like it'd be fine you know it's not like you could split up Harry Potter and the ha- like and the Deathly Hallows into two parts and you'll be fine. There's a climax within each part. But for this, it's kind of like, sure, technically there's a climax, like around the two-ish hour mark, but then the movie goes on for half an hour more, right? And then there's a mini climax in the last like 10 and like it's weird. The structure as a whole is weird because what feels like the like the inciting incident is the climax of this film. Right? It doesn't make any sense. Which it feels like half a story when it should be like a whole story yeah that was a big issue that um a lot of people complained about was probably the ending because it was just cut literally midway through personally me though um i didn't really mind the ending i thought it was i didn't mind it honestly i i thought because you know um from when they were when they they were you know they were kidnapped then had the father way through. From there on, I sort of understand that, you know, now their only, their main goal right now is A, to survive, and B, to find um, other people. And so when they ended up finding, you know, um, Zendaya's people, I, me, I thought it was, you know, their goal is complete. They can cut the movie here and then go on 
to a, a, a so the second movie because at this time it's two it's at what two hour and two as it was at the two hour mark and honestly i don't think i i would be able to go past that you know I, I i'd rather watch two two hour and a half movies than a whole six hour movie or five yeah. hour movie you know what i mean because mm-hmm. and plus budgeting is an issue oh, because yeah. like this is already a massive production oh yeah and you can't tack on another oh like oh we're just gonna tack on, on another three hours just at the back end you know it's yes like they have to slip it in make some sort of revenue you know and then to put back into the second film right and and again i, I think you know if you you know if you if you were able to understand that you know their main goal at that time was survival then i think i don't think you'd become you know you would you would be bothered as as much as with um the ending and unfortunately people um hear sci-fi and they hear for action you know <laughs> star wars action um what are the sci-fi movies are there star trek action um you could even say avengers you know some sci-fi i guess and then action there and so that i guess that's what people were um that's what they wanted and that's what they were expecting and so i'm not mad for you to expect that right but there are also some you know you gotta give credit for having some different i guess dimension or different perspective out on how sci-fi movie movies should work because you know usually what happens with you know sci-fi movies is they have a lot of lore in them and to try to pack that in one movie it would a be a lot of work it's it's difficult yes it would be a lot of work it's difficult and and it's not going to benefit the movie you know i think i think i get that i understand that cuz i from what i've heard about the dune like book it's not like easily adapted and it you know, it's not like you can, like, it's not like some other book where you can just throw it on, like, a thing, and there you go, you got it ready for mass production, you know? This is, like, a very difficult-to-adapt book. There's difficult to, yeah, difficult-to-adapt book. And so, from what I've seen, I think uh, Denis Villeneuve, whatever your name is, I'm so sorry, um, he did a really good job uh, with the material he was given, you know? And apparently, he's wanted to do this for a long time. I think you can definitely tell this is a passion project for him. I think a lot of the attention to detail and, like, the... How much, pa- like, how much, um, like, work put in- is put into this, I think you can definitely tell it's a passion project for him. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's a good thing that he does the movie because I think of all the directors, I think he has the best understanding when it comes to visual effects. Mm-hmm. Not only that, because yeah. he's done. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, not only that, but like he's also done some other films I really like. He did uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which I heard was pretty good. He did a, I think, I think he did Arrival, which I watched and it was really good. He's really good at that high fantasy, like, um, like, kind of like high fantasy sci fi kind of thing. You know, he's really good at melding that and making it human, right? And I think he does a really good job here. That's the point that I was just gonna say, yeah. Um of you know he understands how to do it and how to do it well so it's really good that he picks it up and he does the project and um i i don't i don't think i you know um i can picture anyone else directing this film or doing an ad- that adaptation of the book aside from him yeah i get that you know who's kind of underrated in this movie 
like the the actress uh Rebecca Ferguson. I thought she was really good. Yeah, she's she's kind. Of, mm -hmm, yeah, she was um Timothy Chalamet's like mom in the movie, and like she honestly, I think she gets the second most screen time in the whole film. You know, like after the main character, because like after that, like sure Oscar Isaac is there, but all for a lot of the scenes, yeah, Oscar Isaac like he dies like halfway through, and so a lot of the scenes is just like her and Timothy Chalamet and just kind of you know hanging out, you know. And so, she's kind of, I feel like she's kind of an underrated actress. I really liked her in Doctor Sleep as well. And, like, you know, she, I think she's starting to build, like, a pretty good film thingy. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say her whole career is one to keep an eye on. Because I feel like she's actually, like, she's just, like, getting started. I feel like she's going to get a lot better as the year, years go on. Sensational. Honestly, from the start, she, you know, the emotion that she portrayed, not only by her, um, like, like what she's doing but with Oscar like how she was like she was you could tell she was a mom who's worried for his son right for Timothy's Timothy's um character and it was honestly um by the time it got to the um when um Timothy Timothy's characters had to go to the um you know those um lady with the like the big cats yeah you know, yeah, you know the scene that I'm talking about, right? The the hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the lady with the, the yeah, hand thing, like, like the the lady in the yeah, shadow and everything. And everything. Yeah. That was mm -hmm. such a yeah, where he puts his hand in the box. You know, he's aside like, from he's like having like a being um a really good actor. She really portrayed how a mom would feel, right? If let's say her her um child is being harmed, and which was the case with Timothy, you know, he was being harmed, and then she really, she did a really good job in showing those emotions sort of like she was an actual mom to Timothy Shelley. yeah what are you thinking of like what's your opinion on like are you excited for this movie to get a sequel or I think um I want to say I'm excited but I'd really want to watch a sequel right I just because the story was cut off I would want you know um to see what happens afterwards and what happens with um, you know, like how the story continues, mm. right? I would say but I'm definitely. I would, but I wouldn't say I'm like geeking out about it or anything. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to find out if you are. <laughs> I I got to report back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty excited for a sequel. I think this. I think this film will get better as time goes on because when we be able to see the second part, it'll be like a lot better. Like sometimes. When movies or like when TV shows they end their their um their like their uh their seasons or their films end on cliffhangers, it can be a bit like like feel like you feel like you've been robbed of something, right? You know, and so oftentimes the cliffhanger like it becomes better when like you know let's say season one of a show ends on a cliffhanger and then there's season two right available you you, you can binge right the cliffhanger isn't as bad it doesn't even factor into your like enjoyment of it anymore. Well, for this because we're gonna have to wait two years. Right for this to come out again, and so it's gonna be a bit of a bit of a difficult wait, I guess. I'm I'm not difficult in the sense that you know, like I'm gonna be yearning for this movie to come out, <laughs> but um, difficult in the sense that until the second movie come comes out, this movie is gonna feel incomplete, and I think that might hurt it a bit. The only thing is though, um, just because of how well the first movie came out, I think 
the second movie is going to have a really high expectation. Not oh, only yeah. from you mm-hmm. and I, but probably from everybody else. Um, yeah. All those Doom yes. fans I've been seeing on Twitter. <laughs> um, it's going to be so high that if if it fails by even a little bit, it's going to be hated on. You know, it's going to be one of those movies where it's really good, you know. Just, it's amazing. Good movie. But just because it wasn't better than the first one, it's terrible. <laughs> Hopefully that's not the case, though, because um, the trajectory of Dune and more specifically um, the, the Villeneuve's um, career is looking like it's in a good path right now. And even Timothy Chalamet, you know, um, right now he's sort of like a, like a rising star. Dune and um, what is that other movie with um? Last no. He's been in a bunch yeah, of yeah. things. Tim, what, Timothy what is Chalamet. that movie with the um, with Wes Anderson, The French Dispatch. Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah. The French. Dispatch. Oh, The French Dispatch. Yeah, he he was in He's, that. Like what? The main character there as well. Oh yeah, damn! Yeah, so and the, he's really building his portfolio. Yeah, yeah, those two, like those two movies came out on the same day as well. Isn't that crazy? They both came out on the same day. Yeah, that they had the exact same. That is nuts. Um, leading actor. I mean, hey, uh, go get it, Timothy Chalamet. I think that's all. Go get it. Go get the. Go get the money. Earn your money. <laughs> yeah, go go get that bread. You know. So Neil, I think we've um. I think that's all we can say about Dune. Uh, do you have any final thoughts, or you think you're good? Mm, we're good. You're good? Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, watching this episode of Not Film Critics. That's the end. Um, uh, I don't know. Do all the the things to in- like, comment, and subscribe. Oh, God. I feel I feel like a YouTuber now. I don't know. Um, do whatever you want. Uh, share this video with your friends if you want. I don't know, man. Just don't not like like if you don't like it please don't please don't leave a long complaint we do not like long complaints we hate long complaints anyways that's the end of this episode um we'll hope you see you next time and uh maybe i don't know go watch this film because you know me it's a bit long but you know it's worth it okay anyways see ya see you see y'all later special thanks to nicholas bianklin make sure to subscribe to his youtube channel at the or you could follow him on instagram at no music Be sure to follow us on Instagram at not.film.critics and on Twitter at nonfilmcritics for exclusive content and news. See ya!